Mama, a word that we all know, a word some of us hear a thousand times a day, and some are anxiously waiting for. It's a title accompanied by immense joy, deep loss, and hearty laughter. We love mamas. We love your strength and your sacrifice. We honor your easy days and the days where you hide in your closet. Because we have them too. We know that moms need moms. That's where we come in. And the best part is, you can show up in your messy buns and your sweatpants and we'll never know. In fact, we're probably in ours too. We hear you and we want to connect with you. This is your community. We want you to know that motherhood is important. Motherhood is valuable. The work you do each day matters. So welcome to our sisterhood. Welcome to our circle. Welcome Welcome to to the the mamahood. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mamahood Podcast. We are so excited today to welcome one of our series regulars, Natalie Gubler. So as we've kind of explained, we are, Obs and I are still going to be having our monthly episodes, but we are going to be having series regulars who are going to be joining the podcast really regularly. We're just going to add some more co-hosts. And... Natalie is an amazing person and the reason why we have wanted her to come on is because she has such an important voice to add to this community and to add to your ears. She is such an amazing mother and I've enjoyed watching her literally since she was a teenager just grow into this amazing mom who loves her kids Um, is super loving and affectionate and gentle with her kids and I think she's going to share some beautiful insights. Um, So the purpose of this episode was that we shared our goals that we set for the new year and I know that now we are in May but I have just decided listening back that I still want to air this episode and this topic because I think that what we shared here and especially what Natalie shared was really, really insightful. And I honestly think that there's never a certain time of year where it's more appropriate than another time of year to set goals. So um, I hope you guys will still enjoy this topic. But before we jump into that, I just wanted to take a minute to get to know Natalie. Okay, cool. So I have been married for almost 10 years. In June, it'll be 10. So that's, that's a awesome. fun anniversary. Wait, June, what? June 25th. Are Ours we... is the 26th. Okay, I thought so. I remember that. Okay, really? Yeah. <laughs> Day before. That's I so know. funny. So I'm so excited. And I don't know what we're going to do yet, but we're just like, we got to do something epic. Mm-hmm. So it'll be fun. Um, and I've got two kids. So Audrey is six and she is just my little performer, just ball of energy, totally lights up my life. Like as cheesy as that is, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh girl, it's like, it's real. She totally does that for me. <laughs> so anyway, and then I've got um, my four-year-old Banks and um, he is my snuggler and just like the strongest personality as far as like he knows what he wants and he's just like totally I don't know training his mother (laughs) I'm learning a lot from having (laughs) such a boy such a strong personality (laughs) yeah yeah well he's super cute oh he's a cutie I love him (laughs) Banks and Hudson 
my four-year-old are like really close in age. Oh yeah, I remember like talking to you when we were both like really pregnant, and because we both had hyperemesis. <laughs> yeah, during our pregnancies oh. with those boys. <laughs> yeah. So when when was his birthday? What his day? is April 29th. Yeah, and yeah. that's in his May fifth. So it's like less than a week yeah. apart that we were having our boys. That's so fun. so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and both of us were like relieved to not be puking anymore. Oh, for real. <laughs> Never been so relieved for anything in my life. <laughs> I know, I know. It's so hard. If you, anyone listening, has had hyperemesis while they were pregnant, Natalie is another person who can relate big time. We'll commiserate that. with you anytime. Message me. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of that, um, I'm like, what are your pregnancies and births and everything like for you? So... Um, with my first pregnancy, I didn't have hyperemesis, but I did have like really severe morning sickness um, throughout my whole pregnancy. And um, what's a little, <laughs> little bit of a curveball with that is I have um, something. I think it's like called vasa vagal or something. Anyway, I'm sure I'm saying it wrong. Anyone who has like any medical expertise will be like rolling their eyes right now. But <laughs> um, it, it basically means that when I feel like I'm going to throw up, I will pass out before I actually start throwing up. Oh, gosh. So it can be kind of dangerous because, yeah. like, I – anyway, <laughs> I can basically put it down my own throat and I could choke or whatever. Yeah, As, yeah. Asphyxiate. That's the word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it gets a little nerve-wracking. So Audrey's entire pregnancy, I couldn't drive. Um, but I was working – and um, I don't, I just look back and I'm like, I'm so proud of myself that I like held a job that whole pregnancy because it was just like a lot of, a lot of sickness. But Gosh. anyway, also just like the coolest, like as much as I hate the sickness part of pregnancy, I love pregnancy. I think it's mm-hmm. like so, so neat. Um, so grateful for that. Um, and, you know, like there are so many mamas who just like pray for that. So I don't want to sound like I'm ungrateful, but it was just, it was a lot to not be able to drive. I felt like a burden to other people. Mm-hmm. And then um, my second pregnancy was the one where I had hyperemesis. And um, it was interesting. Like, it was more like the first, like, three-fourths of my pregnancy that I felt that way. And then I started feeling actually, like, really good towards the end. It was just, like, occasional. Mm-hmm. And so with that one, I actually was able to drive for some of it. Like, <laughs> at the end, I was like, oh, yay. But at the very beginning, I motion made it really like worse for me and so I I couldn't even like walk across my little condo that I lived in at the time without like just being so 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 sick so um my little Audrey was my buddy that time and um I just I felt bad for her I'm like sorry I'm not very fun we just like sit and watch Ellen and like it's fine (laughs) it's fine we all do it (laughs) yeah so it was it was interesting but then like um, as far as births go, I ended up having, um, two C-sections, not what I planned, but man, it was just, if I could relive those days a million times over, I would do it. Like I like have children now thinking about it. Like, isn't birth the coolest? Like whatever your journey is, whatever that looks like to get your baby here, it's so cool. And I feel like God probably gave me terrible pregnancies as far as the sickness goes, because otherwise I'd want to have like 4,000 children. I am so (laughs) addicted to that moment where you like meet your baby and they like that skin to skin. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. Mm, It's like the yummiest thing of all time. So I'm like, I, I'm just like, okay, it's probably good. It's like a little bit of like internal birth control where I'm like, do you want to be sick again (laughs) just to experience that? Or do you just want to like meet your baby and have that awesome moment? So yeah. Yeah. Oh, I always tell down and like the hospital, like those three days are my favorite days. Like so far I've had 
nine days of baby hospital time and yeah. like those are my favorite days of my life like I know that you know the nurse is coming in and like pushing on your stomach and well maybe they don't do that to you after you have a oh, c-section they do still they? did that they yeah. still push oh my gosh that's <laughs> gotta shrink it all down I think so that is same brutal. principle <laughs> oh my gosh and you know you're like squirting and bleeding and all that you know gross stuff but just like having the baby with you in the hospital room and having I don't know it's just special sacred times I know it is like pure bliss even though yeah there's so many like unglamorous things I'm like I can't even think about those like I laugh because like right after having my babies I get really like nauseous probably from like the I don't know anesthesia whatever they use Mm -hmm. um and and I'm just sitting there like smiling through it all like I'm just like nothing can get me down in that moment not mm-hmm. like normally throwing up is my least mm-hmm. favorite thing in the world but no nothing at that moment can get me down it is the best thing ever and mm-hmm. not even like moment like days you know what I mean those days yeah. where you just gonna like treasure them it's so cool it's that huge mm. burst of oxytocin we get when we give birth oh it's man like- I'm an <laughs> addict for that I seriously am <laughs> you know me too I'm like can I get that in pill form like the feeling you have when you've given birth give that to me I know every seriously, day every day I want a little dose <laughs> Um, so let's do some other fun get to know you questions. If you could describe yourself as a mom in three words, what would they be? Okay. Definitely helicopter. <laughs> I'm like, don't, don't stop listening right now just because of that. But I just have to get that out oh, there. Same. I am that way. They've been listening to me and I'm a helicopter mom. So <laughs> I just, I don't know. After being a mom for almost seven years, I don't know if that's going to change, but I have loosened up a little. Um, I'm definitely like snuggly. I love snuggling my babies and I'm grateful that I was given like the two snuggliest children on the world. I'm convinced mm-hmm. <laughs> like my, Heavenly Father knew what my heart needed and it was those two <laughs> snuggly babies. Um, and then probably celebrator. Not really a word, but I'm going to make it one. Um, I think it is. <laughs> there we go. Um, yeah, I, I love I love to celebrate things with my kids. It's so fun. That's awesome. I love those words. And I agree. I've watched you be a mom and I think you are those things. I haven't watched the helicopter in action, but I've watched (laughs) the snuggling and celebrating. (laughs) Um, What do you feel are the most important values of parenting to you personally? I think the most important is I want my kids to know that my love for them is completely unconditional. I never want them to feel like they are like any mistake they made or make or anything because it's like we're all gonna make mistakes I just don't want them to think that that is ever gonna like dampen the love that I have for them yeah so that's like my biggest one um another value that I have worked really hard especially as I have a kid who's in school now um you know so starting when she did activities and started like preschool and school we really started talking to her about being an includer so we wanted her um I just feel like it's a gift that she has and we wanted to kind of harness harness that and Mm -hmm. like make sure that she had it at top of mind so Mm -hmm. you know let's look for the kids that are on the playground that don't have someone to play with and let's look for um the the kid who's new or you know what I mean or just anything if you if you notice somebody's having a bad day I want you to be the one to include them and like don't wait to be included like you just be the one to include people and um and so that's just something I want to like obviously instill in both my children but like it's Mm -hmm. it's a really like practical application when they start school so I love that um yeah so I don't know the other thing that I was thinking about is just that I want my kids to know that they can do hard things you know like as moms it's it's kind of 
tempting to want to shelter them from everything because I'm like, I don't want you to have to go through anything hard. Hard things stink, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I just, I want them to know that they have it within them. Like yeah. they can do things that are hard. And so, um, you know, I don't know what, how good of a job I'm doing at that, but I am just like, I want to instill that with them when they get grown up that they just know, like when I'm gone, like they can do hard things. So I love that so yeah. much. Thanks for sharing. Um, what topics in motherhood do you feel like most passionate about and like the messages that you want to bring to this community of moms? So I am really passionate about gentle mothering and just expressing all the joy that comes with motherhood. Um, I think it's important to put that out there in the world. Um, I mean, like most people listening are probably already um, moms and they know, they know Mm -hmm. the joy, but I think that there are, there are going to be some people who are listening who may be on the fence because there's a lot of, there's a lot of, I don't know, motherhood gets a lot of slack in the world. And I think sometimes the joy of motherhood is diminished. Like they it's important we talk about the hard things you know what I mean it totally Mm -hmm. is because we need to like um we need to be real and we need people not to feel alone in all the struggles that come with motherhood but on the other hand sometimes like that gets out there so much that like the joy gets dwindled you know Mm -hmm. and so I just I'm like I want I want people to know that like it is just the absolute best to be a mom it is the best and like the hard things don't even come close to the joy that you feel. So mm-hmm. that's like a big one for me. Um, it's interesting. I'll just inter- interject oh, yeah. for a second. But we do. We have a lot of listeners who are pregnant with their first. And they're looking for motherhood podcasts to get information to prepare for being a mom. Like we get emails all the time from these moms who are in this situation. And a lot of them are just scared out of their mind because – uh, we have so much information. I almost feel like we have too much information these days now. Yeah. Like information overload, even way more than when I became a mom. Mm-hmm. There's just, I, I didn't even use Instagram when I became a mom, you know? Yeah. So like now there's just everything. There's just like blogs and podcasts and Instagram accounts and Facebook pages and YouTube. And it like, I just think there's so many messages going at these first time moms and they're so scared. Oh, yeah. Like, we get so many messages that are just like, I'm freaked out. And um, one of the biggest things that people say is, like, your podcast has helped me to feel less scared. Like, that it's going to be okay. Like, yeah, sometimes it sucks, but (laughs) it's going to be okay. And I I think you're right. Like, that's an important message. Like, yeah, it's hard, but it's awesome, too. And it's good to find the balance there between those messages. Yeah, it's like overwhelmingly more awesome than hard yeah. and, and that gets lost sometimes. And with birth too, I feel like I read a lot of like really scary things about birth and like I'm not going to sugarcoat it. There is a lot of like really hard things associated with all different types of birth. But like I just think birth is so awesome. So I yeah. just like, yeah, that too. Mm-hmm. I want I want moms to be or mom people that want to be moms like to know that it's it's awesome on both fronts. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love that. OK, what else? Um. I just, I want to let moms know that they're not alone. Um, as far as like, and maybe I'm alone in this. If I am, do not tell me. I don't want to know. I want to know. <laughs> I, I just want to think that everyone just does not have their stuff together and they are, they're just, you know, struggling on the day to day. I just like think, man, people who see me out and about probably are like, what a hot mess like <laughs> at the time. And I just, I just want people to know that I'm like, hey, if I'm the only one, you have somebody. Natalie is also a hot mess 98% mm-hmm. of the time and it's cool. Like, 
I have a great life, even though I am such a hot mess. <laughs> Same. So yeah, makes two of us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. I don't mean like yeah, you're a hot mess. <laughs> no, I am. There's plenty of proof of that. <laughs> you seem like just the best and so on top of it and cute all the time. But yeah, I just know that it's like that's just the reality of life. So yeah, I'm glad I'm not alone. <laughs> well, definitely we need that. So yeah. Anything else? Um, I don't think so. Um, here's some other just fun questions to ask. What is your go-to snack? I love the Smart Pop, the butter flavor from, I think it's Orville Redenbacher anyway. It's like very mm. few calories for a lot of deliciousness. Oh, it's at the red, is it the red box? It's, it it's green. It's a green box. Oh, it's green. Yeah. I'm sure there's a good one that's red too, but the one I'm talking about is green and it's the, they have like a kettle corn flavor, which is good too, but I am just like all about the butter flavor. It is so good. Sometimes I'll eat those like sour punch straws. Have you ever tried those things with it? And it's just like the best, like salty, sweet, sour. Mm. (laughs) So good. That's my favorite. I'm going to have to try that. Yeah. It's a good one. What shows and or books are you currently watching and or reading (laughs) what a question (laughs) love it I am like I don't know normally I feel like I'm really into tv like more tv than I should be probably it's such a like just like I can just chill and relax and forget about all the stresses of the world um but right now I'm like not really watching anything but um I think it's called Dream Home Makeover on Netflix just came out with the second season and I was obsessed with the first season so man I am so excited me and my daughter watch that together and I'm stoked for it it's it's so good she is like the owner of Studio McGee Mm -hmm. and her style is impeccable oh I love it (laughs) okay I'm gonna have to check that one out and I really need another book anyway so I don't have any good book recs right now (laughs) um well that's more exciting than I've been watching which is what is it called? Best Leftovers Ever or something? I've never heard of that. <laughs> it's a new one on Netflix too. Where oh yeah? I'm all about like the baking shows and the cooking shows. But Me too. they bring um, like actually like good cooks on and they give them like leftovers. Like it'll be like old Chinese takeout or something and they yeah. have to turn it into like a gourmet meal. It's really fun. I love but that. It's I'll also check out. not that exciting. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's like right up my alley. <laughs> okay, what's your favorite activity to do when you're not being mommy? Definitely dancing. I am like, I love for like dance fit classes, anything I can do because it's like it's kind of harder to find ways to dance when you're <laughs> not like a high schooler or mm-hmm. in college or something. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, oh, nothing like outside of being a mom brings and, uh, and a wife uh, brings me more happiness than just being able to dance. So that's totally what I do. <laughs> I know that about you. So na- fun Love story, it. Natalie and I actually met doing a high school production of Joseph and the Amazing <laughs> Technicolor Dreamcoat. <laughs> I found a picture of us recently in our oh. like 60s gear or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. We were go-go dancers and all the other <laughs> fun costumes you get to wear in that show and yeah so we did do some dancing together good time (laughs) (laughs) those pictures are probably my worst oh you were so cute no (laughs) freshman year was like you know the early 2000s where you had like side bangs and like 
your hair's all straight, but then you have like random <laughs> curls. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, <laughs> completely. The stick straight with like the perfect ring over the top. Yeah. You're like, cute. Yeah. And side bangs that are like over your eye. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Totally had those too. <laughs> um, you were always very cute though in high school. Oh, thank just you. saying. Oh, I feel like I'm probably, I was, I cared more then. So <laughs> now I'm like, eh. <laughs> it's fine. We're all in that boat. Um, what's your go-to meal for cooking for your family? So I am like, what is the easiest thing I can make? And that is probably what I will make. I do a lot of breakfast for dinner. I love it. Poor Ryan, my husband, is like, (laughs) nah, if you, if I have to eat another waffle, he's probably like, oh my heavens. So, right, sorry, I'll try to make something other than waffles and and like turkey bacon. (laughs) But so easy. I love to do like chicken in the instant pot. That's one, oh, that one's I awesome. need to get an instant pot. I need to get on the bandwagon. I'm behind. I know there's like a lot of hype, but I really feel like, okay, it is like worth it. It's really? worth the hype because I held off for a long time and I'm like, Natalie, come on. You like, it was, <laughs> this is like a good investment. So I waited till they were on like super sale and then mm-hmm. like got it. Never looked back. <laughs> I know. I've been using my crock. I use my crock pot like all the time. I love crock Like pot every too. week. And I'm like, I could do this so much faster. Yeah, the thing that, like, <laughs> convinced me is I was, like, I get to the point where, like, we're to the end of the day, and everyone's, like, already hangry, and I'm, like, oh, shoot, I haven't even, like, prepped dinner, <laughs> and I'm, like, I have frozen chicken, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. like, in my freezer, what am I going to do? The Instant Pot cooks it so fast, so I just don't have to, like, think about thawing or, like, preparing ahead of time, it just saves so me. nice. Yeah. So, I guess I have to get one now. I've also heard <laughs> air fryers are great. Do okay. you have an air fryer? Also waited really long, even longer than the Instant Pot to get one. And man, leftovers in the air fryer are like next level. It is just like so worth it to me. Mine is ginormous. Like that is my only regret. And I'm like, why did I get this thing? Such a big one. Yeah, it's like my third child. But like it is <laughs> just like. Looks like R2-D2. Yes, exactly. Bit. But I'm like, man, I love it. Hey, well, you've convinced me. <laughs> They're so good. <laughs> so we ask all of our guests this, but you're going to, you know. So this, I guess, this is your first episode. So what simple little thing brings you life right now? If I just, like, need a pick-me-up, I go to Fizz, and I get a beachy keen. It's, like, a fruit water. Oh, and nice. I do double the purees, so it's, like, nice and potent. <laughs> and then I put no lemon in because I get, like, the giant size. Uh-huh. And if you have a lemon in there, then it gets bitter after a while. I just want to yeah. be able to, like, drink on it all day because I'm terrible about hydrating myself. And so this is, like, a way I do that. And it just, like, feels like a little bit of a treat but, like, not too much of a treat. Mm-hmm. It's good. <laughs> mm-hmm. The fruit waters at Swig, like, changed my life. I have only had one, but it was delicious. I think I had, like, the strawberries and cream or something like that. Yeah, the strawberries and cream is really good. But I get the, just, like, the classic with, like, chunks of fruit and Mm. ice in it. And, like, I think they do coconut flavoring or something. Yeah. And I, I too, get, like, the giant size because I'm like, this will be my hydration for the day. Seriously. (laughs) I just can, like, justify. I'm like, look how healthy I'm drinking water. (laughs) I know. For those listening who are out of state, because I know there's a lot of you, we just have these, like... You know, we're not big coffee drinkers in Utah, so instead they put soda shops on every corner. Oh, and they're it's everywhere. Just, moms are obsessed with them. Totally. So. And <laughs> I am like, I'm a weird one. I'm actually not a soda person. I don't like carbonation. Oh, really? Like, and so, yeah, that is like, I thought I'd never be into the soda shops, and now I'm like, no, no, take all my money. Mm-hmm. I, I'm into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get my fruit water. <laughs> My favorite soda shop, I'm putting a plug out here because I love them so much. They didn't ask me to. It's called Mix. And so if you have a mix by you, 
they do um, drive-through mailing, oh. too. It's the best. It's, like, the best for moms because you can just drive up and mail your stuff. Like, they, they have a post office. Oh, my gosh. They're literal geniuses. I know. <laughs> like, it, they used to be called why didn't I do SIP. That? They used to be called SIP and SHIP. Oh, yeah? yeah. Okay. They changed their name. But um, anyway, that's like my go-to because I hate going in the post office with my kids. Like the worst, the worst chore ever. I I dread it. (laughs) So now I just go to mix. It's best. That is awesome. I'm like, (laughs) I'm like a UPS Dropbox girl because I'm like, what can I not like take into the post office? But if it's ever something too big to fit into the Dropbox, I'm just like, "Uh, better not. Like (laughs) Mm -hmm. now, that would be an awesome solution. I have to see if there's something like that near me. My in-laws are out of state right now, so we mail stuff to them all the time. And mm-hmm. so Mix has been, like, my go-to. Lifesaver. <laughs> uh, okay. So we wanted to just spend the last half of this little episode talking about some of our goals for this year since we're at the start of the year. Um, Nat, do you have a word of the year? So my word this year is going to be peace. I'm going to hold dearly to that. It is just like what I need more than anything in life. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially, man, this we're like still in the midst of a pandemic. I'm just like, no, I am going to hold dearly to peace and I'm, I'm going to find it because I know that it's there even though the world makes me feel like it's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Peace was my word last year and I've been tempted to just bring it with <laughs> me again into this year because last year lacked a lot of peace. <laughs> It was it was an extra hard one to have peace. <laughs> but that that word carried me through like all the challenges. So that's going to be a great word for you. My word for the year, I think my word for the year is home. Um because I want to focus really hard on like the feeling in our home this year and mm-hmm. making it um just exactly like my oldest is 4. So you're 2 years ahead of me with the parenting, but I feel like we're finally into that phase where like okay we're like fully into his childhood like he's going to remember the things that happen in his childhood at this point like everything else has been like okay that was like first try okay try again (laughs) try again and so I really want to focus this year he's going to be turning five on just um like what does it feel like in our home day to day? What um, what feelings do they have for me as their mom? What are they going to remember about me as their mom and the environment in our home? So I think that's going to be my word. I love that, Mary. Oh, I love that so much. Um, thanks. I love yours too. I might also just keep that one for <laughs> you. Have two words. <laughs> Peace in your home sounds like an awesome combination. I'll just call it peaceful home. There you go. <laughs> Today's episode is sponsored by Hepius. Hepius is your number one place to go for premium CBD without breaking the bank. There's no THC, which means you get all of the benefits with no psychoactive effects. They have something for everyone, including roll-on for your muscles and joints, a great nighttime aid that promotes sleep, and a daily use oil to promote your overall well-being. Go to hepiusmed.com and use code MAMAHOOD to get 10% off your order. That's H-E-P-I-U-S. MED.com with code MAMAHOOD to get 10% off your order. Okay, what kind of goals do you have for your motherhood, parenting, home life 
this year? Okay. My number one is definitely like putting my phone down because man, (laughs) that just can rob you of like so much time. And just like the perception, like my, my son was like, you love your phone. And I was like, oh (laughs) my gosh. You're like, no, I don't. No, I'm like, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Um, and I'm like, oh, so many other things. That's so sad that that's like one of the first things that came to his mind. Um, so I just want to be present with the phone and yeah, like just leave it like in the other room and just, Mm -hmm. yeah, like, I don't know. It can just, sometimes I'm like good at it and like, I'll be honest, so many times I'm terrible about it. And I'm just like, my poor kids, they deserve more from me than just like mindlessly scrolling. Or like sometimes it's important things. Like I'm not always mindlessly scrolling. (laughs) I have, you know, things that I have to do that relate to my phone. But it's like, I want to try to do most of that when I'm not around my husband or my kids. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. that's like my biggest I love that so much. (laughs) And then the other thing that I really want to work on is just like, adjusting my expectations and what I mean by that is like okay so if I um take my kids to the grocery store and they're like hungry or tired or whatever and then they lose their mind like I need to just kind of be like okay like they're little and they are like feeling some big emotions and whatever and if I go into it feeling like I know I'm taking them tired like I know what I'm in for I just feel like I will be able to like better deal with the outcome and so I just, yeah, I'm like, I'm going to look at things realistically and like not to be a downer, just to be like, okay, no, like if I want this trip to Costco to be like really like, I don't know, best possible thing, like I'm going to do everything I can to prepare. And then also remember that Banks is four and that Mm -hmm. like, you know what I mean? And and it's hard for four-year-olds to run errands and do Mm -hmm. things like that and just be like, okay with it. Like if things just don't go like swimmingly, Mm -hmm. I like to... I don't know, just put these expectations out there um, so that I can like feel more more peace mm-hmm. about what happens and and just try and like, I don't know, even my six-year-old, okay? So I sometimes put her on a pedestal because like she is so much easier to take to stores or, you know, like she's just more grown up. She can do a yeah. lot of um, things that just make it really easy on me. So like when she starts to act like, you know, a six-year-old like she doesn't always do everything perfectly sometimes I'm like wait no you're supposed to be like the one I can hold on to to like be really like act really good in public or whatever so if she ever doesn't I'm like what but I need to be like no she's six years old <laughs> she's Natalie still six. yeah, yeah. She's I feel six. like we put so much pressure on our oldest yeah child. I can't put that pressure on her that's not fair <laughs> yeah because I even do with my four-year-old and like for you your four-year-old is your like younger child but yeah for me I'm like come on like you're the oldest like come on behave <laughs> yeah but he's four you know for sure so I just think it'll make me so much happier if I can just like embrace that (laughs) yeah I think that's a really healthy goal yeah (laughs) (laughs) I want to steal all of your goals because they're so good yeah um for me I feel like my home life family parenting goals are a little more boring this year the main one is to be present um like I just want to constantly remind myself to be present Um, just last year, there was a lot more time I had to spend, like, out of the house than I ever have before with, like, doctor's appointments and things like that. Yeah. And I just want to make sure that, and that's going to be a thing for the rest of my life. And so I just want to make sure that, like, when I'm here, when I'm with my kids, I'm just with my kids. Yeah. Like, I'm not, like, constantly answering messages or doing other things or answering emails or working on other things. I want to try and... Um, my other goal is to is just schedule and organization 
Like I want to figure out how (laughs) to schedule my time so that I'm not spending like the entire day cleaning my house or like doing these other tasks instead of just like being present with the kids. I feel like they're growing up so fast and like I just, I don't know, these little kid years are so precious and I just want to adjust my schedule and my organization so that I can just be a mom like during like the main like awake hours of their day you know I can just be a mom um and I'm I just stealing feel like that I love that <laughs> go ahead I'm stealing yours too so <laughs> I feel like in general though we need to work on our schedule and just our time organization after 2020 where like everything just kind of got thrown out the window mm-hmm. my husband worked from home most of the year we just kind of like <clears throat> we homeschooled and I want to get back into like a really good routine and even though the pandemic is still going as of right now um I just want to kind of get life back to like as normal feeling as I can get it you know yeah totally so what kind of goals um like personal goals do you have for yourself this year so for me a lot of my goals are physical which I feel like is like the most cliche like new year's goals right i think it's inspiring because i have none of them (laughs) i just like i have had some health issues and i am just like so motivated to be like the healthiest that i can be because i want to be here for a long time and i want to be feeling the best that i can i have like a lot of like genetic predispositions going against me and i'm like no Mm -hmm. like i'm not gonna let that rob me of anything it doesn't need to you know what i mean like i'll take that as it comes but like I am going to do my part and I don't know and I feel like I feel good about this goal and like I can keep going because I started it months ago it wasn't a January goal but it's definitely something that I want to like continue so I can see more progress I haven't seen like a lot of progress necessarily like I don't know I I've lost like four pounds which for me was like a good thing for like a um just like to get into like it got me into a healthy weight and stuff and um And so I was like, okay, that's good. But I'm excited to see like more. I want to see myself get stronger. I want to see, you know, Mm -hmm. like all these things and not just like in like a vain way, but more like an inner way. How you feel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like, so I started working out like an hour of like high intensity for five days a week. And man, like that has helped my mental health so much. So I want to just like continue with that and just like keep the momentum going, um, and so like it's not a new goal but it's just one where I'm like no I need that every day like recommit to that and and the more you commit to it the easier it is to do you know so for sure that's like my biggest one and then the other one is just I am like an anxiety case like just like (laughs) that is me I have like embraced it but I want to try and manage it um and and just and just I don't know be cognizant of that and like that's such a huge um piece in like my word piece my goal Mm -hmm. for the my -hmm. word for the year so yeah just working on that is a lifelong thing for me but like I want to put extra focus on it this year towards it yeah yeah that's awesome yeah I need to do that too (laughs) yeah what about you um so for me I I have some pretty big like lifestyle things I just have to do like I don't have a choice but I've I'm like if I make them a personal goal then maybe I'll feel like it's my choice yeah <laughs> yeah totally so just for MS like um I I need to go vegan at least like 90% of my life has to be 
I need to go vegan <laughs> just and be an, on an anti-inflammatory diet just for my MS symptoms. And that's tough. Like, that's a hard goal. And just doing it a little bit the last few months has really opened my eyes. Like, okay, this is going to be, like, a challenge. Like, so um, we signed up for um, – it's actually Clean Simple Eats. Do you know about Clean yeah, Simple Yeah, I've heard those are awesome. I know. Sponsor us if you're here. Yeah, seriously. Because um, I'm like obsessed with their app. We got their app um, a couple months back. And you actually save money by getting the app because you get access to all of their recipe books and oh, all of, of their. buying them individually. Yeah. And all their blog recipes too are on there. And then it's really cool how it works because you can filter the recipes by things. So I can filter it to be vegan or like make the other recipes vegan, if that makes sense. And then um, if you add a recipe to, like, your weekly meal plan, it has, like, a calendar on it, then it just puts, like, the exact amount you need of each ingredient into your grocery list for, like, your whole week. Wow. And I've never found an app that does that where it just puts, like, the amount you need so you don't overbuy. And so what I've been doing is, like, I'll I'll fill out my week with the Clean Simple Eats recipes and then just have, like, my app up and my Walmart app and just do like my Walmart grocery order right off of that and honestly it's been so much easier and it's saved us money and like so my goal for this year is just to like really commit to that really commit to eating the way I need to eat to help my body have less flare-ups um doing the exercises I need to do every week to help my body with less flare-ups um hot yoga is like probably the thing that's helped me the most and so I'm going to commit to doing that regularly so um, I need to get regular like deep tissue massages and physical therapy and stuff like that. And I just haven't put in this year, like the time I needed to really getting like my MS under control and my physical symptoms. So that's like my big, I guess, lifestyle goal. Yeah. Um, good for you. Putting yourself well. first is hard. So I'm glad you're doing that because you need to, you know, <sighs> we'll see um I have a really hard time with that like I would rather like spend the time like spend the time that I would be at physical therapy or something like taking the kids to do something for them or like you know so it's hard but I'm gonna make sure I do it because I need to be here for my kids like I need the longevity to be here for them yeah like you need it for you you need it for them I'm gonna grill you about this anti-inflammatory diet as you go a little bit further because I've been actually looking into doing oh, really? that yeah yeah I've looked into a ton of them and like read a lot of research about the most effective obviously the most effective thing to do is to go vegan it's just yeah. really hard oh yeah I'm just like so, I'm not creative enough to be vegan yeah, <laughs> so that's why clean simple eats has like changed the game for I me love that. because I'm look into that. their recipes taste so good mm-hmm. um and so anyway um Another personal goal for me, like creatively, obviously we have a lot of big goals for the mamahood moving forward. Um, and um, so that will unfold for everybody. But I'm working on my book and have meetings with publishers this year. And I'm just like my big goal. And I don't know if I should say this publicly, but my big goal is to at least have like a book deal or some sort of future in mind for my book by the end of the year we'll see I love it no put it on to the universe Mary. like do it people hold me accountable because (laughs) the opportunity is there and the only thing holding me back is me just like putting it off and so if people hold me accountable then 
I'll do it. I love it. <laughs> I'm glad you said it out loud. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, you can hold me accountable. Um, but I, I did just want to say, like, I saw a meme. Memes have been great this year, by the way. That's, like, <laughs> right? the thing carrying us through 2020. Oh, legit. Um, <laughs> but I saw a meme that said, New Year, sing me. And, like, it kind of caught me off guard because you always see, like, new year, new me, or, like, new year, here's your goals. And I've also been bombarded with all of the, like, goal setting, goal planning, here's fitness stuff, here's, like, organization stuff, here's financial stuff. And um, I think it can get overwhelming this time of year, especially coming from such a tough year. Oh, yeah. Like, in 2020, did any of us reach all of our goals for even 2020? Oh my gosh. My husband and I had plans to move to California in 2020 and like do all this traveling and like none of that happened. And so we all still have like unfinished goals and we're all kind of like traumatized, you know? Oh, totally. (laughs) I just want to like give everybody permission to just not set any goals oh, this yeah. year. Like if all you did was survive. You are awesome, mama. Like seriously, yeah. like that is <laughs> that is an accomplishment in 2020 and honestly an accomplishment anytime. We're like we go through different like kind of phases of life and sometimes we can handle more stuff and sometimes we just need to be like I am enough now and mm-hmm. I don't even need to set any goals and I just need to sit in being enough, you know? Exactly. You know. Like if you want to just set the goal to just love yourself better, just do that. That's like the best goal of all time, really. Yeah. You know what I mean? It'll it'll positively impact every single part of your life. Yeah. So that's our little New Year's message for you all. <laughs> Happy New Year. <laughs> um, did you have anything else that you wanted to add to this discussion, Natalie? Or anything you want to say to the listeners as this is kind of your intro to them? Um, I mean, kind of still on the like goal setting thing. I just think like there's a balance and there's a place for like huge, big, unattainable goals um, because sometimes that pushes you and that's what you need. And then sometimes it's like you just need to do something that is sustainable, like pushes you a little but not too much because sometimes pushing yourself too much just leads to like completely giving up. And so I just, um, I just want to say like, it's okay like to to set small reachable goals mm-hmm. because like year over year those things add up you know yeah. amen yeah so i'm just really excited to be on the mamahood i love this yeah we're so excited to have natalie and um she can be found tell them where they can come and find you oh gosh if they want to <laughs> connect with you personally so i am on facebook at natalie Gubler. you can message me um I had to look at my Instagram because I literally don't know what it is. Okay, so it's just Natalie Goobler. <laughs> Nothing fancy. Don't know why I couldn't remember that. <laughs> N-A-T-A-L-I-E-G-U-B-L-E-R on Instagram. So, yeah, you can. And we'll put that in our show here. notes, too. And we'll be posting about Natalie on our Instagram page as this goes up, too. But go find her. Like, go connect with her. As we bring on these series regulars and these co- new co-hosts for you to listen to, like, we have been extremely thoughtful and prayerful about who to bring on because we feel like these are, these moms are people for you to learn from, connect with, and, like, bring into your life as 
as someone to look to for support, for guidance, for help, for a friendship, you know? And so go and find Natalie. Um, and then come and find us if you haven't already on Instagram at the.mamahood. And um, if you want to scroll down and leave a review for the podcast, that would be fantastic. It helps other people to find our podcast. Um, And we just, we love you all and we hope you all had a happy new year and have a great week.